Hello, Tim Tuners. We're back with Season 3, Episode 4, Charlie Phelps, MD, Musician to Physician. This conversation is with dear old friend Charlie, a.k.a. Dr. Charles Phelps, MD. Charlie is one of my oldest friends. He's one of those friends that when you get together with them, it's almost as if no time has passed. You immediately fall into that old familiar patterns that unspoken understanding of each other comes flooding back, like putting on an old, comfortable pair of shoes. I recently spoke to Charlie at his home in his music room, his fortress of solitude, his sanctum sanctorum. Here, he listens to music, and sometimes he builds the amplifiers that he uses to listen to the music. But more on that later. Hi, I'm Tim Rose, and this is the Tim Tunes Podcast. In this episode, we'll discuss old times together, and we'll follow Charlie's journey from musician to physician, and maybe back to musician someday. We've included snippets of music to provide context around some of the conversations. Charlie, thank you for doing this. I appreciate you You're uh, quite welcome. being one of my... Uh, one of my subjects. Um, so, I've known you for a long time. Yep, do you since remember, we were 12. Do you remember how, the circumstances under which we met? Robert Dahl. Robert Dahl, very Robert good. Dahl. Yeah, Robert Dahl. I couldn't Dahl remember lived, his last name. Yeah, Robert lived in the house behind me. Right. And I don't know how he met you, but I met you through He was in my him. class. Oh, he was, was in my fifth it? grade okay. class, yeah, yeah. So, but I had known Robert for a couple of years. He had moved into the neighborhood, and he and I had become very good friends. Yeah. And um, he, unfortunately, he's a military family, so he left. And in those days, when you didn't have cell phones and texting and email, once he left, that was it. That was it. And I never, I, I wonder whatever who, happened to him. Who knows? The mysterious, Robert, if you're out there. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> if you find this podcast, yeah. God bless you. <laughs> Yeah, so then the next thing, do you remember what the next thing we did together was? I remember going to your house and watching something, using a telescope. Do you remember, remember when we were safety patrols together? Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, that's, that was like, to me, the next thing that we did. We were like... Uh, and, and well, you, no, you're forgetting something. What? I, ha I went to a, um, bar a barbecue, you know, outdoor uh, grill thing at your place, and you taught me that mayonnaise is good on burgers. Oh, oh it's a southern thing. You know, it's you came up from yeah. Tennessee. So. Yeah, yeah. And I had no idea. And I've been using mayonnaise on burgers ever since. Back in the day, <laughs> mayonnaise and, and lettuce and tomato on burgers was called a California burger. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know why, because we that's how we had them in the south a lot, you know. Yeah. And cheese. You got to have cheese. Oh, yeah. Cheeseburger. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. So. Yeah. I just put mayo on my burger. We had burgers for Father's Day, and I put mayo on my burger. There you go. It does. I mean, you know, mayo, evil. Eat the evil mayo. <laughs> but it tastes good. It tastes so... Why do you taste so good, evil mayo? <laughs> hey, it's yeah. not as evil as french fries or sugar. Yeah. was my best emulation of the EBO bass playing a popular 70s bass line through a pre-CBS Fender basement amp 
as Charlie would have played it. We'll discuss the EBO in this next section. I just wanted to give you a little context. Then we started like uh, hanging out and uh, I think it was in junior high school that we decided to start playing music together. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, because it was um, probably ninth grade maybe? Yeah. Eighth or yeah, ninth grade. Yeah, and I think... Uh, well, you played, you had an, is that, did you get an EBO bass first? Was that the first no, bass you ever had? No, first one I had was the three-string bass that George Dobbs loaned me. <laughs> so I had learned, I had, one of the strings didn't work. I mean, one of the pegs didn't work, yeah. so we only had three strings on it. So oh, I didn't yeah. learn to play on a three-string yeah. bass. I didn't get the EBO first, because that was too expensive. Yeah, yeah. I got something cheaper first, you know, some cheap Did you? copy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, it was a, like a Rickenbacker copy or something yeah, like that. Something wasn't like it? that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all had those little lunchbox amps. Remember, yeah. <laughs> they were terrible. They, they were, were terrible. absolutely terrible. I mean, I don't think I even used an amp. I, did, I could sing over the vo- the volume of those things. Except, but I remember s- George's brother's uh, custom PA system. Yes, that. that was yes. pretty cool. It was pretty cool, but it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, it may have been terrible, but it was so much better than anything else we yes. had. That, that, yes. You know, we yes. ran everything through it. We ran the guitars through it. Ran yeah. the voice through it. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, but it was. It was the most feedback EPA I've ever had in my life. I've ever used in my life. I mean, you couldn't. You couldn't not get feedback out of that PA. <laughs> and of course, the object back then was to play as loud as, as you possibly, possibly could, could. Which yeah. is why my ears still ring to this day. Well, Charlie, you know, <laughs> hearing aid in the left ear. <laughs> I, although I think that may be genetic. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But so. since we're immortal when we're young and we don't know better, yeah. we just go ahead and do that anyway. How come you're immortal when you're young, <laughs> but you're not immortal when you get to our age? What's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. But I still remember uh, a old friend of the family... When she got married, her husband managed rock bands. Mm-hmm. And his comment was, oh, I love working with these kids. They're still immortal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. So we played together for a long time. Long we played, time, all uh, the way through high school. Do you remember the, what we, we, we were trying to find a name for the band, and we called it at, at different points Dog Backwards, and yeah, we right. don't have a name yet. Yeah, we don't have a name yet. No, whatever no. we could spell in, uh, in, in I think it was, uh, you know, like electrician's tape on, on uh, Conrad's yeah, Drumhead. <laughs> what, what was our first band? Circus. Yeah, Circus. Circus first, and then Gideon, Gideon. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Circus, that was with George. Right. Right. And then when George left, I mean, then we got we got Larry while we were still right. circus, and uh, Larry was well. That changed everything. Boy, he could play. Yeah, he still can. <laughs> yes, he can. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. He can play. He does play. I mean, he plays all the time. And um, uh, yeah, I remember meeting him. Do you remember meeting Larry? You know, was it? I think it was at George's house. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was in like. Conrad's basement or our basement. Oh, okay. Or my basement. But I remember, I remember, I was walking up to George's house, and I heard I got a line on you, and I was like, "Wow, somebody's playing that on the radio really loud." And I get up there, and it's Larry playing it on guitar, and I was like, "Ooh," <laughs> <laughs> you know, spirit. You know. It's, yeah. Right. You know. All those like, things. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
That little clip was from Larry Green. It's a short section from the song Kingsfold on the album of the same name. A collection of pieces for classical guitar that Larry, or should I say Lawrence, recorded in 2003. Larry is a professor of music at Brigham Young University and teaches guitar there. He has graciously agreed to be the topic of a future podcast, so keep your eyes out for that one. Larry also plays in a rock and country band, Crazy Coyote, with his wife Robin. He plays and appreciates a wide array of music and musical styles. But enough about Larry. Let's get back to our conversation with Charlie. Um, I mean, in addition to uh, rock and roll music, or whatever you want to call it, popular music, you have always been a classical music guy, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you you really were... You really influenced me a lot in that direction in terms of listening to stuff and what to listen to. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good. It's really good. I remember, um, I think you and I, didn't we go to see Arthur Rubinstein together? Uh, Vladimir Horowitz. We saw Horowitz, too. Yeah. But I think we saw both of them. Oh, really? We may have, because I used to go hear Rubinstein all the time when he was still alive. Yeah, I think we saw him... He came every year. I think we we saw them both, actually, at Constitution Hall. Yeah. Oh, everything was at Constitution Hall back then. Yeah, yeah. But Horowitz, that was pretty much a miracle, because he had not been playing in public for a long time. Yeah. So he did... And then Kate, my friend Kate and I, stood yeah. in, in line and, and to get tickets at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So how but is that was Kate? fun. Yeah. Standing yeah. in line like that because you're standing in line with people who, who have the same interests. And so you're yeah. striking up all kinds of interesting conversations. So yeah. that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. was Vladimir Horowitz playing the end of Chopin's Ballade No. 1, Opus 23 in G minor. Incidentally, this is the same piece that Charlie played for his master's recital from the University of Maryland's Master of Music program. Of course, when Charlie played it, it didn't exactly sound like that, as no two pianists play the same piece exactly alike. So I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone, if you get my drift. Now, let's return to our conversation with Charlie. You're a physician now, a doctor, uh, a GP, or what do you... Internist. Internist, okay. And um, 
But you weren't always a doctor, Charlie. No. <laughs> what happened before you became a doctor? Well, I tried to be a musician. Well, you were a musician. Well, yeah, but I'm not at the level that I wanted to be. I so mean, tell me a little bit. People... How, how did that start? What What was well, your... Well, <clears throat> I mean, I, mean, I was you... trying to figure out what... You know, here I was playing in a rock band, but I really loved classical music. And I had played piano as a kid, so I ended up going back to piano because that seemed to be the, like, the instrument for classical music. And I did pretty well. I mean, I did well enough that I could get into music school, so I went to music school. So I went to the University of Maryland in a piano, studying piano as a piano major, and um, got my bachelor's degree, and then they were nice enough to give me a scholarship to get my master's degree. But, you know, getting degrees in music is not the same as being like a genius. <laughs> Really, there's a difference. <laughs> there's there's a difference. Yeah, you know, that's I true mean, of everything. I, I I laugh because there's this wonderful young pianist, Beatrice Rana, who a young Italian woman who, for her Carnegie Hall debut, someone told her she should play some Chopin. Mm -hmm. So she learned all of the Chopin Opus Twenty Five Etudes in two months and played them at Carnegie Hall. And the reviewer said it was the best performance, basically, he'd ever heard of him. Now, I worked six months on one of those etudes, mm. and no one would have ever said it was the best performance anyone had ever heard of it. So, one out of 12. She learned 12 of them in two months, played them at Carnegie Hall, and I actually heard her. I was up there, and it was just stunning. So, that's the difference. Yeah. I was never going to be like that. Right. So, I had to... Uh, that plus some traumatic personal experiences got me out of music. So I um, ended up trying to figure out what to do with my life. And that's when I went, I actually went to a career counselor. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, no, not. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. I went, you know, University of Maryland had this whole career counseling center thing. Oh, yeah. So I went and I took all these tests and talked to people and did all this sort of stuff. And they decided that I'd be a very good minister or a good doctor. There you go. Yeah, no minister for you, Charlie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that. What were they uh, thinking? Yeah, right, exactly. What were they thinking? Well, you know, part, I mean, I could see part of being a, a doctor is being a minister because yeah. most of being a doctor is actually talking to people and counseling them. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of scientific basis, but believe me, if you can't convince them to do what they need to do, you're not a good doctor. Yeah. So, but anyway, so that's that how I ended up in medical do? school. Convince people they do to do what they need to do. <laughs> do. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I don't know about that. Depends on how good they are. I think it depends on the kind of minister you are. Well, yeah, they're, you know, okay, point taken. But anyway, so that's how I ended up in medical school. So then I found myself taking the MCATs and, and doing very well. I mean, going back to school and doing all my pre-med stuff, which it turns out that I'm actually much better at. And then in, when I was doing all the pre-med stuff, I'd work, I'd worked hard. I mean, I'm not saying I didn't work hard, but getting an A was like simple as easy as pie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a whole different world. It was like, you know, we all have our gifts. Yeah. And when you align yourself with your gifts, you will have an easier time of it. That's for sure. Well, I will say that you are the most gifted person I know, wow. frankly. I mean, in terms of intelligence and in terms of, uh, I mean, here, here's the thing that I think about you. I think you're extremely intelligent and extremely kind and extremely human. And that's just a super rare combination to find in people. There are plenty of intelligent people out there that are complete assholes. And you're not that. You're, you're a human being. You're a nice person. And I think that's an important thing to you. Empathy. 
Empathy, absolutely. Empathy. I think you, not only do you have the intelligence genius, you also have the empathy genius. And to me, that's true genius. Yeah, well, that's what helps with the doctoring thing. Serious. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't be a good doctor if you don't have some empathy. You got to understand where people are coming from. And <laughs> what do you mean it hurts? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded this conversation during what I hope will prove to be the waning days of the COVID-19 pandemic in the summer of 2022. Charlie had worked through the pandemic, and I know, as with everyone in healthcare, it was a very tough time. I don't like to pester Charlie too often, as I know he has a lot of important life-saving stuff going on in his world. But I wrote this song as a tribute to those in healthcare. I often thought of Charlie as I was writing this song, and though I wrote it back in 2015, I think it's appropriate to now. Here is my song, Healer. I am a healer, first of all. I took an oath to do no harm. And the frustrated, I am still strong Despite distractions Whether right or wrong I am a healer after all When I was younger And still naive Nothing could touch me, so I believe. Though I seem cold and sometimes aloof, nothing is further from the truth. I am a and my skills you trust in me to fix your ills in my hands I hold your fate and I bend beneath this mighty weight but I don't break I bend but I don't break because another needs my talents now I will struggle through somehow I push my feelings way down low I guess I'll let them out When I get old Maybe when I'm older For I am a healer First of all can you not see me behind my wall? I am not hiding because you see Healing you should be healing me As I am a healer 
we're sitting here in Charlie's music room, and Charlie has a, uh, I, I don't want to say, but it's, it's kind of like a temple of sound <laughs> it over is. here. It is, exactly. I mean, music is a religion to me, so yeah. it makes sense. And I'm sitting in the one chair. <laughs> It's right. like, you know, the one ring, you know. Yeah, right. Well, you can actually put other chairs next to it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I mean, that you know, so I'm sitting here in the exact center, so I get the precise imaging from right. the sound. And the so. whole point is to get it freed up away from the speaker so that you just have this wall of sound yeah. like the original. Yeah. And, and you, you can never get to the total, totally to the original. It'll never yeah. be quite as good. Yeah. But you can get closer than most people would ever believe. And, and Charlie has strategically placed baffles around the room so that uh, it really sounds pretty dead. And I think there's there's no echo in here. Right. I which work very is, hard to get rid of it because echo screws everything else up. Well, everywhere else I record, there's an echo. And <laughs> you need to carry your um, yeah, I'm, I'm anti-echo not, things with you. Not for the, you know, <laughs> you, I want it to sound like it's a it's a conversation, like it's an interview, right? I want it to, not like you're doing it in a rec recording. Because studio. in my recording studio, it's like very present and you know, right, right. up, you know, close. And there's and no echo, and there's no echo, and then it's like, let's go back to the interview now. Yeah, <laughs> right. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, For do you still play any music? You know, I haven't been lately. My piano is currently. Um, in storage because yeah, we're renovating the house. Right, so, right. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting it back. And also, I've been thinking very seriously about having it, um, you know, worked on. worked on, getting it voiced and getting it the action redone. This is great, Charlie. Yeah, thanks for... Thanks for doing this. Everybody that I interview, I ask them what charity they would like to support. Do you have anything in particular you'd like? Doctors to Without Borders, Borders and any of the um, public radio stations. Okay. Support your local public radio station. Well, thank you, you for doing this welcome. interview. This has been uh, quite yeah, so walk uh, down memory lane. entertaining. We've only known each other for what? 56 years? Something. Oh, more than that, right? 56. We met when we were 12. I'm 68. so It doesn't yeah. need to be it's more. a long time. <laughs> you're, you're making me feel old, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. How hard is that? Because I am. Yeah. <laughs> right. We both are. We both are. All right. Well, thank you right. very much. Sure. Okay. That's all for this episode. I hope you enjoyed our little walk down memory lane. By the way, if you want to listen to some of the songs from the last two seasons and you don't want to have to listen to me prattling on, just go to tim-rose.com for links to stream all the music from the first two seasons. Plus, you can always drop me a line at Tim Toons Podcast on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. ever see that Calvin and Hobbes the one where it starts out with the doctor and the patient you know it's a Sunday comic so there's a lot of panels and it starts out with the doctor and patient and and um, the patient says well, you know the doctor comes in well what what can I help you with today and the patient says well it hurts right here what do you mean it hurts what is that hurts 
I'll show you what hurts. And he grabs a neurohammer and starts chasing her out. And of course, it's Calvin and Susie, right? And <laughs> I think about that a lot. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean that hurts? Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. show you what hurts.